You're listening to Three Things to Know with Stephanie Haney, with experts and insiders on what you need to know in Northeast Ohio. Hi there, everybody. Welcome back to the Three Things to Know podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Haney, and I'm very excited to have you back here with me. After a couple weeks off, took a little bit of time away, had a nice little trip, went down to Florida, had some travel issues like pretty much everybody else in the country is having, but got to Florida, had a nice time, got a little sunshine in, and very happy to be back. And today we're talking about, you know, one of my favorite topics, love. I love to talk about love, and we have an update today, a sort of update, or at least a different take on something that we've talked about before. You may know, if you don't know, you should go back and take a look, that previously we had Dr. Gary Chapman on the podcast, and he is the author and the creator of the five love languages. So we talked with him all about those five love languages. Those are words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Well, turns out there is a bit of an update on those love languages, and we're going to be talking about those today. Uh, We are going to be talking with a matchmaker. Her name is Natalie Fry. She's a friend of the podcast. She's been on this podcast multiple times, always talking about love and what it's like to date here in Cleveland and the things that we need to know to be better partners and take care of our own wants and needs and things. So Natalie came to me and she said, you know, there's this company called Truity and they have come up with seven modern love styles. I said, we have to talk about that. We absolutely have to talk about that because we had Dr. Chapman on and talked about his love language. So a little bit about this company, okay? It's Truity Psychometrics, and they develop and publish online personality and career tests. So did a little research into what they did to come up with these seven love styles. In uh, 2022, so this year, within the past several months, they did a survey of over 500,000 people. They wanted to see if a more diverse and more current set of data still supported Dr. Chapman's ideas about the five love language, five love languages. So based on this, they have come up now with what they are calling the seven modern love styles. And uh, I'm not an expert on them, but Natalie has been doing some looking into these things. So we're going to bring her in now to explain to us the seven modern love styles, what we need to know, and how uh, they can help us be better to ourselves and each other. So let's bring in our friend of the show, Natalie, right now. Natalie, thanks so much for joining us again here on the Three Things to Know podcast. Hi, Stephanie. Thanks so much for having me again. You know, when uh, we became aware that these love styles had been updated, very interested in this. You know, you and I have talked about the dating scene here in Cleveland before and other places. And it was interesting to me that Truity, this company, felt the need to update the love languages or the love styles, as they call them. So tell us, why did Truity feel the need to do this? Yeah, well, it's interesting. I think, you know, gender and cultural norms have definitely evolved. The original um, five love languages that were coined by Dr. Chapman, that was about 30 years ago. So a lot has changed. Now, there is some overlap with the five original and the new seven styles, but I think it's just a little bit more detailed. And I definitely see, I understand 
what's come out of those changes and it makes sense. Yeah, I was surprised taking a look at the new style. So we're going to get into that right now. And I definitely am excited to be taking a look at this from that more inclusive perspective. You know, there are lots of ways to love out there. There are lots of different kinds of partnerships. So uh, clue us in. What are the seven modern love styles according to Truity? So we have activity, appreciation, emotional, financial, intellectual, physical, and practical. Okay. So I can see what you're saying there. Definitely some overlap there, but it seems like two of those kind of caught my eye. Are there two of them that are particularly really unique here? Um, I think the, I mean, I don't know about particularly unique. Maybe, maybe activity is different. That wasn't as much, I mean, there was quality time before, um, but activity is a little bit more specific about your hobbies and interests. Um, intellectual kind of piqued my yeah. interest. That was kind of something yeah. that I feel like wasn't really captured before. True. Yeah. Intellectual is, is one that wasn't before. Um, but all the other ones, I think there is some overlap. Just getting a little more specific down to the nitty gritty. Okay, so we ran through them really quick here. That's kind of what I want to do right now. Can we talk about them one by one and then maybe give some examples for people? I'd like to start with activity, if for you don't sure. mind. Yeah, and so this is the one that's sort of similar to quality time, but focusing on taking an interest in your partner's favorite hobbies and activities instead. Okay, so we're talking about going a little more in depth there, not just sitting on the couch together, not just having right. that dinner together, which are things that we all have to do. We don't all have to sit on the couch, but we all have to eat, right? But right. this gets a little more specific, like mm -hmm. maybe if somebody likes snowboarding. I like yeah. snowboarding, doing that <laughs> with them. <laughs> Might take a little bit of time for your partner to learn the ropes, but would definitely showcase their love for you, right? Willing to get out there and throw on some gear, hit the slopes, I like it. Yeah, well, I can yep. definitely teach someone how to fall down. That's for sure. <laughs> you and me I'm, both. Got that part, got that part down. Okay, so the there's another one there too. Well, a lot of these have a lot of overlap, as you mentioned, but uh, emotional. Talk to me about emotional. Yeah. So this one is, is it's, I thought it was going to be very much hand in hand with words of affirmation. But words of affirmation is more along the lines of um, appreciation. So, and I know we'll go into that, but emotional is more for our our tender hearts, our um, our people who like to feel um, seen and understood and heard when they're going through a more vulnerable time. So maybe th this is for people who are a bit more sensitive and when they feel really connected with someone, they're able to let down that guard and express how they're feeling and for their partner to not judge them during those times of vulnerability is when they feel the most loved. Mm, I can see that, yeah, and having someone to yep. be there with you and kind of sit with you through if you're having mm -hmm. whatever strong emotion it is that you are having, whether it's joy or grief or sorrow right. or anxiety or all of that stuff, the whole range. Yeah. Right. So many emotions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Now, talk to me about financial. This seems probably pretty straightforward. 
Yes, and this expands on the gifts language, um, but not just including presence, but also financial support. Okay, so this is not just necessarily gifts, but maybe like basic needs and other things right. and just investment monetarily in someone in a certain way. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Okay, now I wanna talk about intellectual. This one was the one that was particularly interesting to me. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. I can see this being a whole, a whole separate thing. Yes, yes. So this one is all about um, the meeting of the minds in a thoughtful discussion of more important issues, current events, you know, things along those lines, um, which I feel like you would need two to tango on that one for sure. <laughs> um, you'd have to be well informed if that's kind of how your partner wants to feel and express their love. So it's an interesting one. It's definitely different. It is definitely different too. And it also makes me think about something that I spend a lot of time thinking about in terms of relationships and what works and what doesn't is if people disagree well, because this seems very communicative mm -hmm. in nature and, and how you handle a disagreement and how you communicate that and respond to it and that kind of thing. It's kind of, that's kind of immediately where my mind goes on this one. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that too. Um, it's interesting, right? Because you could both really feel that connection and talking about, um, you know, more broad or important topics. But then if you disagree on them, well, then that could kind of inhibit the whole goal at hand, which was to connect. So sure. Healthy right debate. Here. Yeah, right. Ideally, a healthy debate. <laughs> For sure. Healthy debate on all manner of topics. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, physical, this seems right on point right. with one of them. They got the same name. Mm-hmm. This is right in alignment with physical touch. So just holding hands or cuddling, being in close proximity, um, you know, more intimate. Uh, this is, that's the love language for physical. Okay, this last one, this seventh one, not that they're ranked or numbered, but the seventh mm -hmm. one we're talking about today, also one that was very interesting to me, practical. Right. So this one is more in line with acts of service. So practical is, for instance, doing chores around the home or cleaning up for your partner, cooking dinner, um, running a bath, right? Those kind of acts of service. These are the things we got to do. Someone's got to do them. You don't Someone's always want to do, do them. <laughs> it's nice to maybe have someone help with that lift sometimes. Yes, exactly. Okay, so if we are looking at these seven modern love styles and we're intrigued by them and we want to kind of maybe understand our own love style better, what do we do? Is there a place we can go to figure mm -hmm. that out? Yes, so Truity, they have their own test that you can go in and take. So I did the love style test and I kind of had an idea of what my results were going to be, but it was a lot of fun and um, helps you kind of learn more about yourself, putting things in order of importance okay. to you. I did it too. I'm so okay. interested. Were you, were you, you had an idea of what your results would come back or how did they come back for you? So mine there, yeah, I had appreciation and emotional tide at the top, which 
I always knew my love language was words of affirmation. <laughs> so I wasn't surprised when those two were tied. Um, what was yours? I got intellectual at the top. Oh, which wow. I was super shocked by. Uh, so intellectual huh. and emotional were pretty close together. They were within one point of each other. They, it's a rank from zero to 16 if you take this free test on Truity's website, which we'll include the link to that in the notes and on WKYC.com if people are interested in doing that. But uh, when I've always thought about the five love languages that were introduced to us by Dr. Chapman, it was always kind of physical touch and quality time that were tied mm -hmm. with each other. Mm -hmm. And when I did this quiz, physical touch was there and it was kind of just like right below emotional, but intellectual and emotional were the top, top tiers. Mm. I was very interested in that. You know, I do like a, I do like a healthy debate. I like uh, having <laughs> discussions about important things. The emotional thing kind of took me by surprise too. Hmm. Yeah, because that wasn't, you didn't have that as one of your top two with the five love languages, right? No, I didn't. I, I mean, I did have, uh, I guess if I were to rank, I've got it written down here because I've taken like different, you know, assessments or whatever mm -hmm. with the five love languages before. And I think the way that I received love under that system based on previous assessments <laughs> was physical touch and quality time. Mm -hmm. And then words of affirmation, acts of service, and gifts was last for me. That's just mm -hmm. not something that's ever really like mm -hmm. vibed for me. But right. I, was, I was really surprised by these. Although when I was reading the dis the description of intellectual, it did say it does kind of include a desire to spend that quality time together, but it's how you spend that quality time together, which is super true because I have always kind of like steered away from TV time in a relationship because I feel like it's so easy to just zone out and not yes. talk to each other. Yes. Yeah. So that I made can, a lot of sense I to me. I can see that too. That was my, my third because I had appreciation and emotional tide. Intellectual was my third. Okay. Yeah. And that feels kind of in line with what you had thought based on the five love languages? Yeah. I think so. Um, I'm still curious to dive a bit more into that intellectual, like what exactly does that mean, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like it. I like being told <laughs> that intellectual <laughs> is one of my top love languages. Sure. Know. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> okay. So we take this test, we figure out, maybe we learn a little bit more about ourselves. We learn a little bit more about how we give love as well, what's the danger if we don't realize necessarily not only our own love languages, but our love style, I'll say to use the truity terminology, mm -hmm. the love style that our partner is more attuned to? Yeah, well, I think there can be a lot of just disconnect, right? Because, um, and sometimes that's why I think it, it's really helpful to have a shared love language with your partner. It's not a must, but, because you will be, for instance, if my love language is um, emotional, I could be thinking that I'm being there for my partner in their time of need, and maybe they really need something along the lines of practical, and I'm not the type that's one to do the chores around the home, right? So, but I mean, if you know that, you're more likely to then do that for your partner. So it's important just to make sure that you know, you are connected with them and they're feeling loved and appreciated and all of that. 
That makes a lot of sense because I know I've been in situations in the past where, you know, someone is giving love in the way that they enjoy giving love mm-hmm. and it's just not landing for me. Mm-hmm. And they're racking their brains. They're like, what am I doing wrong? You don't like, why isn't yeah. this enough? And you're like, I just, I don't know. It's just not right. my vibe. It's just not it. And not to, not that any way is wrong, but that is a, an important thing to think about when you're thinking mm-hmm. about long-term compatibility. And I don't think, I don't know, do you think that any of these things are insurmountable if people have really different love languages? Not necessarily, although potentially the financial, just because, you know, if you don't have the um, financial wherewithal for someone else, then maybe that is a limiting factor. But overall, I think most of these can be achieved. Sure. And with a little bit of adjustment, I also think, too, you know, it's a good uh, it's it can be a good balance if someone's a little bit different than yours you know if your love language is physical and somebody else's love language is activity you know it's good to get out of the house you don't have to spend every single night cuddling and netflixing yeah it can be good (laughs) for sure okay and how can we use this information then now that we have it just some final thoughts here for couples or people who are in partnerships or looking to be partnered in some way or just wanting to share love even with friends or other people in their lives. Now that we've got this information, how can we use it to better our relationships? I think it's just really eye-opening, stepping outside of yourself to realize what we, I mean, the way that you receive love and want to receive love and give love, it seems like so, like a no-brainer, like, well, of course, but people are so different. So just that knowledge of that is really eye-opening and helpful and I think opening up the conversation with friends and family to better understand that keeping it in your back pocket um, would definitely strengthen your friendships your relationships whether romantic or friendly I would totally agree with that too and it's a good idea to be self-aware right it's a good idea to know the way that the the things that we're putting out into the world are being received or to try and kind of be aware anyway obviously Mm -hmm. we need people to tell us how they're feeling when we do certain things that's the thing there and big and good communication and all of that good stuff this is so fascinating natalie thank you Mm -hmm. for bringing these love styles to us today Yes, it's been a lot of fun learning about them. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, we appreciate you here on the Three Things to Know podcast. We can't wait to have you back again soon. Okay, great. Thank you. I always love chatting with Natalie. She is a wealth of information in the dating world. She's making matches. Her job is to bring people together. So makes sense. She's very attuned with what might be compatible, what might not be compatible. So always love to hear her perspective on these things and very, very fascinating. You know, as I was telling Natalie, shocked kind of, not shocked, but definitely surprised and kind of intrigued at where I fell in that study for the seven modern love styles. So again, we'll have that information linked in the show notes if you want to take that quiz. It's a short quiz, didn't take me very long. It probably took me maybe 10 minutes to get through the quiz. And then they give you, you know, like a little blurb, a little paragraph about what they think about your main love style. And then if you want to, you can pay more to get the more in-depth analysis, the more in-depth report. I did not do that. I just did the free one. So anyway, it'll be linked for you if you're interested. Now, 
as we were talking about these different love styles, there are lots of different things that you can do for or with or with your partner in mind necessarily and not necessarily together. So that's gonna be the focus of our need to know in NEO. One of the things that you can do with a partner, there's a new spot that you need to know about. It is called June Berry Table and it's in Ohio City and this belongs to a woman named Karen Small. She was the previous owner of Flying Fig but that closed up and created this opportunity for her to launch June Berry Table. And it just opened up in the middle of April, so it is brand new on the scene. So if that's part of your love language is experiencing new things, that works. And if you like to eat together, that works. And you know, you can split it or you can pay for it. That might be a financial love style that could work for somebody. Uh, quality time together, doing something together. So anyway, across the board, I just thought that this covered a lot of the love styles. So wanted to share it with you. It's on Lorraine Avenue, 3900 Lorraine Avenue and they opened up on April 14th at 8 a.m. This is a brunch spot. So they have an all day breakfast and lunch menu and it's inspired by the chef's time spent living outside of Athens, Ohio, which not to make it all about me, but I do love Athens, Ohio as a Bobcat. Oh, you? Oh yeah, my fellow Bobcats out there. It really is. I mean, Athens is just a, it's a very special place. So this brings a little bit of Athens here to the Cleveland area in Ohio City. Check it out, juneberrytable.com is the website and you can find them on Instagram at juneberrytable. Speaking of Instagram, that brings us to a good follow. And this is another thing that I thought would maybe cover a lot of the love styles that people could potentially do together. So I came across them on Instagram when I was searching date night and Cleveland on Instagram. So that's how I found this account and it is the account for Honor Yoga Westlake. So that's the Instagram handle, Honor Yoga Westlake. Obviously it's in Westlake. And what I liked about this is that from time to time they have a partner yoga class. So again, this could cover a lot of love styles. If one of you is into yoga and the other one isn't, that's activity and also something for you to do together. And someone can pay for it if they want to. Financial, I feel like a lot of these someone can pay for and that might fit into the financial category. Uh, it's physical touch potentially if you're doing some of those moves and stretches together. So lots of opportunities here to span across those love styles. If you want to check that out, they're a good follow on social media, on Instagram. Again, that is Honor Yoga Westlake. And that will do it for this week's Three Things to Know podcast. I always love having you guys here. Love using the new podcast space here at WKYC. I have to say, it's a pretty, pretty nice setup we have here. So probably we'll be trying to do most of our podcasts here in this space when we can, you know, studio space permitting and also schedule of the guests has a little bit of a factor, a little tougher to get in here earlier in the day because lots of things going on. So anyway, uh, let me know what you think. Let me know what you think of this week's podcast. Share it with your friends. If you found it valuable, subscribe and leave a, leave a rating and a review that really helps us connect with more people here in Northeast Ohio. And if there is something that you think people need to know in NEO, please let me know. If there's a person or an account that you're loving on social media, let me know about that. You can always DM me. My DMs are open, underscore Stephanie Haney. That's on Twitter. 
and on Instagram. And if you think that there's someone that we should try to get on the podcast, let me know. I have a wish list a mile long, but I am always open to suggestions. Okay, everybody, have a wonderful week, and I will see you back here next time on Three Things to Know. Thanks for listening to Three Things to Know with Stephanie Haney from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now to stay in the know.